What's going on, everybody? My name is Trevor. And my name is Cyrus. And you're listening to Drinking with the Dead. It's right in front of your fucking... I can't fucking you see it! You got it! I think you got it. No, he's like the body of Christ. He's going to return in three days. <laughs> There's a gnat currently in our fucking <laughs> studio. There he is! <laughs> oh I want to apologize for screaming just there. There he is! I'm so sorry. I was far away from my team. <laughs> I think he got away. Ah, uh, well. Oh. <laughs> well, I know what he looks like now, so he better uh, steer clear of my fucking story today. <laughs> God damn it! We have we have a, a singular gnat problem. There's there's one gnat in this entire house, and he decided to kick it with us on the Drinking with the Dead yes. podcast, episode number twenty five. He's actually bringing the our, ad our today. second guest. Our so- <gasps> Our second guest, the gnat, except this one I'm trying to kill. What's so, his name? Um, his um, Belvedere. Belvedere. I was, Belvedere I was the gnat. Nat Daniel. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Nat Daniel. Listen, Nat Daniel, your days are fucking numbered. Dude, I'm gonna be doing a true crime episode on my Daniel. <laughs> And Cyrus smushed him with no remorse. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. He's probably going to come out for a special segment. He probably will. He's going to put his input on when when we're talking about some deep stuff. He's going to give us his his mm-hmm. his perspective. Yes. I was going to go into an improv sesh about him, but I don't want to give away my. I saw him. I don't want to give away my story. Is what I was trying to say. Look. Go ahead. Well. Uh, we we did not go to a brewery, but we went to Texas Roadhouse before this episode. Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> if I think we've talked about it on the, the you podcast know what before. I feel like we have. Did we roast Te- the, te- the the bread that they bring? Pro- maybe. So the 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 buns they bring in the beginning are not the bread that comes with the steak and shrimp. Whatever they give us for that steak and shrimp, it's man, ass. I just I don't. It so tastes like high school. Doesn't taste like uh, anything. Yeah, thing. yeah, right. I would say. Yeah. But if y'all don't know, Texas Roadhouse is one of it's mine and Cyrus's favorite establishments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we probably talked about when we when we took a road trip and I saluted every <laughs> Texas Roadhouse we came across <laughs> yeah. across the great state of Texas, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. By the way, that great state only applied to Texas. <laughs> And then Definitely that, not Arkansas. There was a comma after that, and then Arkansas. And ten- Tennessee's cool. I appreciate Tennessee. Tennessee's dope. Yeah, we probably talked about about that before. Yeah, you know, I got got the little little six ounce sirloin with some with some, sh- some scrimpies and uh, side little some mac gross and ass mac and cheese. It wasn't that bad. It was fucking. It was, bad. It's just, I mean, I feel like mac and cheese is so hard to to fuck fuck up. But it, I'm it, also it, just not a fan of it. Yeah, I fuck with some mac and cheese. As a lactose intolerant <laughs> individual, I do fuck with some mac and cheese and cheesecake. Uh, there was cheesecake. no cheesecake at, at Red I House. I wish there was. 
Uh, I don't know. We had some, some Texas cheesecake. I could not have fucking eaten te- cheesecake after no. after our meal. No, I was. Very, they give you so much fucking food at Texas right now. Oh, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> had the green beans. The green beans are like mixed up with some with some bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. I got fries, which were good, and then Steak the mac fries. and cheese. I don't like mac and cheese. I don't know why I got it. I don't know why you got it either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fucking because like I, I wanted to get broccoli. The reason I don't do fries is because I know how much they fill me up. Nah, and so yeah. if I'm eating fries and, a, and trying to finish my steak with shrimp, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not gonna finish all this shit. So I like to get like the little the little sides because what I'm going for is a fucking steak. Yeah, I kind of fucked up with my sides. It's fine. Steak steak fries are a staple with. Obviously, it, when you get with steak, <laughs> so I I understand. It's just I I just can't. Sometimes I can't put it away. The fries know? were really good though, but they were, they were good. they were very filling. They were good. Yeah, that, that's why I don't get them. They and were, then when we were at Texas, they they, they we were we sat at the bar, mm-hmm. bro. They had a whole ass fucking infomercial channel. <laughs> yeah, it had the whole bar popping though. Dude, Everybody was captivated. I was, dude. The uh, vacuum cleaner. It, it really shows how old I. I I feel like I am because uh-huh. I I was excited for the vacuum cleaner. You looked it up and everything. I looked it up and now I'm saving up four hundred dollars <laughs> so I can have this vacuum cleaner that's multi-purpose on hardware floors mm-hmm. and and uh, carpet for all my animals that I have in my house. <laughs> they even have an attachment for for a soap dispenser so you can clean your 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 carpet. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> this is what I'm hot over. <laughs> This is what I'm getting turned on for. And they had those clean ass super nonstick pans. They did have those the following non- infomercial. They had the following infomercial with some nonstick pans. It's like I would love those pans. <laughs> I'd make so much spaghetti because <laughs> that's all I fucking do. You know, like they had a famous chef showing us how to make emerald. Is that his name? Emerald. His yeah. name is Emerald. Yeah. Interesting. Don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Um, he was, you know, going to town doing his thing, and I'm like, wow, like I'm never, I, ne- I'm, I'm never interested in cutting up an onion for seasoning. I'm gonna use onion no. powder. I'm not gonna cut no, up an 100%. onion. I'm not gonna mince garlic. I'm not gonna do that shit. I'm gonna get the powder. I, I buy the minced garlic like uh, tubes. Oh, you like squirt uh, it up. Yeah. Fucking I'm shit. not mincing a fucking garlic, dude. Yeah, it's like, it's not, I mean, I get it. Some people like doing that, but no, I'm just gonna use some. No, I wish I was really good at cooking, but I, like I've tried to be, and I can, I can make some stuff. I think yeah, I'm me, a decent me too, cook, me too. But like, I have no desire to get good at it because like every time I look up a recipe online, it's like I'm gonna try tonight. Like, yeah, I'm gonna make something good, and then I watch it, and it, and they they quickly go through like 20 different ingredients. I'm like, nah. Yeah, so I, I have a rice cooker, and that's changed the game for me forever. Yeah, I need to get a rice cooker. I I, ha- I haven't made rice in a in a pan in so long. I used to because I I know how to make pretty good rice, but man, that that shit's so fucking. I got that going. I've eaten oven baked chicken for the past month. <laughs> I've, I've eaten. I've I've been the same way with salmon. Oh, okay. I focus on salmon. salmon. You can be careful with that with the mercury poison, though, man. I hear I hear like some people hey. some people deal with it. Gets me, I mean, it's gets not. Me. It's not gonna. I don't think it'll kill you. But like, if you ever feel like you're getting a little more sluggish than usual, uh-huh. you should probably switch up your diet because because you're probably getting a mild case of mercury poisoning because it, it will like I mean, like, I'm, 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 fatigue. Down to, I'm down to die. Okay. Well, we didn't have to say that. <laughs> so uh, today 
We are drinking Juicy IPA by 512 Brewing Company located out in Austin, Texas, which I went to not too long ago. And uh, I, I, I want to say, I want to appreciate the fact that the two the two times we've gotten 512, and you mm. have to forgive me, I don't remember if we got we had this one specifically. We did not, no, right? No, the, the last 512 we had it was, was a just, green can with a green, 512. Yes. Yeah. This one is an orange can with uh with some uh, some lines coming out of it uh and stroking that hot oh man this guy is fucking gripping <laughs> the fuck out of this little hot plant here I I want to see what a hot plant looks like in real life because I've only seen drawings. I've only seen like the the do they call it the bud. Is, this, is that what it's called? Is it called the bud? Like, just like weed? Is this weed's distant cousin? I th- I feel like it is, yeah. <laughs> and instead of smoking it, they just dumped it in some... <laughs> they drink it. They drink it, yeah. Um, you know, fucking different... Has anybody smoked hops before? Has anybody tried that? All right, next episode. We're smoking we're smoking the hops. We're smoking bull hops. <laughs> and before we do it, we're going to recreate this picture where we squeeze... <laughs> The, the, yeah, so anyway, the, 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 the artwork, it says Juicy IPA by 512 Brewing Company, and it's a, um, it's just a drawing of somebody absolutely fucking strangling mm-hmm. this little hot plant with green juice running down his fingers. It's actually a very, it's actually, I love how simple it is. I, I, I want to say I I like how them. the picture, it looks painted. Yes. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, this can is really good. They, I, I, and I always appreciate um, uh, a company that likes to keep it simple. Once again, no IBU units. I feel like nah. I we we learned. We're what gonna that have is. to make our own beer and make sure we put IBU. And, not, and you know what? We're gonna, we're only gonna put IBUs, and we're not gonna put alcohol <laughs> by volume. And you're just gonna fucking the IBU IPA. And you're gonna fucking find out how how hard it kicks afterwards. <laughs> just go ahead and fucking get this little cracks to do here. Ooh, one after a another splatter on my fingers. Give 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 a little sniffy. Oh, that that smells good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it fucking does, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It smells really good, bro. It's like mandarin orange. Damn, orders. bro, that's like sweet and hoppy at the same time. So, oh uh, so it it smells like. Those little mandarin orange and cups. That's exactly mandarin what it orange, like, orange yeah. cups. There, that's what I'm trying to say. And you, you know, dude, that's exactly the one you, you don't like. even need a spoon. You just kind of put it you to just your mouth slurp and just slurp up those little mandarins. <laughs> that's exactly what. Yes, it that's like. exactly. So I would definitely say that they do really nail. Fucking Nathaniel, I saw him too. <laughs> dude, he had something to say. I think he he was like, let me get a whiff of that mandarin <laughs> orange. So what I was trying to say before Nathaniel fucking <laughs> fucked it up. Um, they really nailed it when they said juicy IPA because that's what I'm getting when I'm yes. smelling it. Yeah, when I smell sure. it. So let's go ahead and give it a little nat Daniel <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I said it last time, I need to stop screaming in the mic. You need to understand that right now <laughs> It's back. Dude, he's ah! he's committing an aerial assault he on really Sawyer right now. And now I dropped juicy IPA all over my fucking hand. He's gonna love me this whole <laughs> You fucking cuck. You... No, he's right here. I touched him. No, you didn't get him though, because I saw him. I okay, fucking sip it, sip it. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Oh my god. Wow. Holy fuck, that's good. Should I pour some on the table so Nathaniel can get a little slurpy? God, fuck you, Nathaniel. Dude, he's he's getting a drink. Oh my Bro, god. he's on this. He's on Cyrus's shit right now. Kill him. Kill him. He's too close to the mouthpiece. No, you got it. 
Let me. I'm sorry, Nathaniel. Sars <laughs> murdered him live on the pod. Just... There's, there's no body. That's not a confirmed kill. Uh, it's not. <laughs> there's no smear. There's no blood. There's nothing. I I I I'm gonna admit I kind of hesitated because he was close to my mouthpiece. <laughs> he was close to the part I put my mouth on, so Dude, I was like, "Wait!" Nathan- for- he came right to your beer, though. He knew the he knew the the composition of the podcast. He really did. He re- and I killed him. <laughs> he was just trying to get some juicy. He, IPA. he really wanted to get his review in. <laughs> You're hurting. Dude, I don't see a body though. No. He like evaporated. Dude, was that a ghost? Yeah, but he. Well, that's very fitting for my story today. God damn it. Anything else you want to say about the beer? It, it's fucking amazing. It's, it's actually it's really very, good. very good. You know, we're going to have to make a, like an early trip to Austin sometime just to check out this brewery. If for they sure. have sitting uh, places you can sit down. I know there's some brewers here in town that they don't. Yeah. got to get a little fucking spicy in this bitch or Dude, what? It's fucking hot in here. It is getting a little hot, right? Take off my flannel. Ow. Been a weird fucking week here in Texas, huh, with the fucking weather. Dude, it was yeah. cold in the beginning of the month and the month the week, and it's been a fuck. Uh, ah, it's sorry. been fucking hot as fuck ever since. I, I, and then I keep Dude, it's it. It's hot in here. Yeah, it's fucking hot in this bitch, huh? Yeah, I'm sweating. Dude, I'm wearing a long sleeve. I got a fucking tank top underneath. All right, well, anything else you'd like to fucking say? This this intro's been a little interesting. There's <laughs> a lot going it on. There's a lot going. A lot of moving parts. Nathaniel might be dead. <laughs> Daniel, I'm not sure. We'll update y'all on the next episode. <laughs> There's no body. Dude, I miss Nathaniel. I kind of do too. I kind of feel bad, actually. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, I'm not seeing him, which means that he's probably dead. Yeah, I think he died. Looking over he us. He perished. Yeah. <laughs> he will be missed. Well, all right. Uh, great beer. Crazy intro. We might as well get into my fucking story here. Um, did, did we welcome everybody to the 25th episode of the Drinking with the Dead podcast? I think I did. The DWTD podcast? <laughs> I, I think I did. Did I say that right? I, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I feel like you're just you're just used to me not saying it wrong. You don't even listen to me say it anymore. You're like, I don't, I don't care what he says. I'm going to repeat it in a little bit. So... Uh, today is my episode. La- last week was Trevor's episode. That was a very heavy episode. So definitely check that out if you haven't done so already. Where we cover the case of Aaron Hernandez, the uh, former tight end for the New England Patriots. New England Patriots, alongside with with Mister with Mister Kiss's son on the lips and. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised I went that whole episode without referring. Like, I I want to say I don't think you even mentioned Tom Brady once in the last uh, last week's episode. <laughs> I don't think I right, did, and no. I'm surprised you did it because we. I mean, damn. <laughs> I make fun of Tom Brady all the did time. Did he just come out of retirement? He retired for two months and he, then kicked, and he was like, "All right, fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the... I can't be a husband and a wife <laughs> I'm going back to the you, I, I can only kiss my son so many times with the lips I gotta, I gotta go throw the old pig, pig skin um, no. you know what's funny is uh, I don't know if you've been on Twitter much but uh, um, everybody's bashing the fuck out of Kim Kardashian over this uh, over this recent interview she did where they asked you know, or she told everybody they need to get off they their need ass to get, and get off their ass or fucking work and and everyone's like mm, funny Kim Kardashian comes out with that and then Tom Brady comes out of retirement shortly after <laughs> he was like he's like fuck she's right excuse me <laughs> I do need to get off my ass you're right and it was either that or a sex tape and he went back to uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry 
Man, so I, I thought that was pretty funny, man, with yeah. everything going on. Kim Kardashian's been in the news, so is Kanye and Pete Davidson. Yeah, I'm getting sick of that shit. I, I honestly, I'm ready for them to just put on some gloves and just duke it what, out. What team are you on? I want to be on Pete's, but I feel like Kanye is a little scrappy. Uh, Kanye looks like he has a really good I think, c- a center of gravity. I think the both of them, ass of fighting. Oh, 100%. But... But if they were, I, to. I would say like if I am if like I'm just betting on pure pure appearance, I say Kanye got Pete. But yeah, in terms sure. of whose side I'm on, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I'm on Pete. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm actually really a bad guy. I got like three Kanye albums yeah. out there, but now I'm like to the point where I'm like, dude, well, listen to them. Come on, dog. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I get it. The whole mental health issue yeah. is, is a thing, but also at at some point you do have you to gotta get come. help. You have to be accountable, and yeah. I, I think I, I, oh, fuck, what was it a, a podcast I was listening to, maybe a, maybe um, a video I was watching where they say like, mental health is not our fault, but it is our responsibility. That's, yeah, yeah. So and and he is not handling that very well. No, he's 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 been that way since his mom died. Yeah, like, no, for sure. But died, and once again, you know, it, it's not his fault for no, for no. the way his mind works, but it is his responsibility to get help, to get help, need, to, yeah. to 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 figure the out the best is, way dude, to handle things. And yeah, motherfuckers are genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like regardless of how without you a feel doubt. without a doubt him, like cause like I said I'm not the biggest fucking Kanye fan of the world I have a couple of his older albums and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like dude's a fucking genius no he is he is and he definitely uh, paved the way for a lot of artists coming up Chance the Rapper um, John Bellion you yeah. know that, that that's a guy that Chance we like ass, <sighs> but he wasn't he, I think he, he wasn't just, when he came out he just sounds fucked up dude <laughs> Go on. I'm gonna say it but I realize how fucked up it sounds. Okay. The motherfucker only made good music when he was gone off the drugs, bro. He need, when he was doing acid, <laughs> music was impeccable. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you know, I'm not, you know, good for him for getting yeah, off him, right? Sure. You know, yeah. but, but yes, you know. <laughs> your music took a hit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, maybe find something I think else. he has an album that just came out or is about to come out. I have no interest in hearing it purely off it. the name. Uh, oh, what's it called? What's it called? Something God. Okay. <laughs> Something God. That's fine. That's fine. But his last album was fucking dog shit, dude. Which one was that one? The best, the greatest day, something day or something. It's the Is that one the one where the, he... The hand holding the fucking transparent disc with a bunch of like... Oh, I don't think I listened to that. Don't. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Do you remember the one he did with like that with the whole orchestra or like the whole band? It was like a band coloring of trumpet book? trumpets. No, it was after Coloring Book. It came out like shortly after oh, Coloring Sunday Book. Sunday Candy. That was before. No, no, no. It was a whole album. Oh, an album. And like, like it was mostly the the instruments were like carrying it, and he would jump on a song here and there. But it was his album. It was. I know for a fact it was after Coloring Book, and the, I love Coloring the, Book. The last thing I listened to Coloring Book, the, the last album I listened to heavy was Acid Rap, and that was before he was. Big. That was before Coloring Book. He, that yeah. was way before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember liking that one. Oh, yeah, best album. All right. Well, uh, sorry, we're busting over, <laughs> busting over people. So uh, let me go ahead and get into my story this week. Are you excited? I am. What do you think it's about? I hope it goes because the. I was thinking the other day, and I was like, when's the last time we like, really talked about ghosts? And then I kind of went down the episode list, so like we talked about, uh, what's her name? Mitchell. 
uh, Annalise Mitchell. That's, that, that's more demonic. Yeah. Then we talked about Roanoke, Roanoke and then Conspiracy we talked theory. about. And prior to that was. We talked about the the Borden house, but that one's like more the case leading up to like hauntings. Afterwards. You know what? Yes. And I think the last time we really talked about like a one hundred percent just ghost story was the USS Lexington. Oh, it's been which a was minute. like episode fifteen. I it was that was been a minute. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. Well, I hope I I hope I feed your appetite. I do want to, I do want you to know that this is about ghosts. Nice. I just don't. I feel like it just. It's really hard to lean into the ghost when we we, we aren't visiting these locations, which For we sure. are going to definitely try to do so. Yeah, we've been talking um, but about. But let it. me go ahead and uh, let me crack into this motherfucker. Let's do it. Starting with the history. Okay. <clears throat> Not even going to start off the name because the name comes after this uh, <laughs> intro here. All right. In the early 1500s, famous explorers Alvarez de Pineda. And Ponce de Leon from Spain were responsible for shaping the great state of Texas as we know it today. I've heard of that Ponce motherfucker. Where have I Ponce heard of? de Leon? Yeah. Probably in history books. Nice. You don't know about Roanoke Island, but you definitely listen to Ponce de Leon. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't until 1690s when, and forgive me for this pronunciation, um, Franciscan Frieras and a group of Spaniards were appointed to colonize Texas with the power of God. Oh, God. Uh, you know. The power of Chance the Rapper. Oh, God. <laughs> with, with the power of Acid Rap. <laughs> um, so, uh, they were responsible for converting the... Uh, sorry, converting the natives to Christianity in the name of the king of, the, of Spain. That's fucked up. So, yeah, right? His first expedition was a failure due to Native American retaliation, but he would return in the 1700s with more people... Um, and led a frontier that uh, that went from present-day uh, Guerrero all the way to the Rio Grande. Okay. Along the way, in 1718, a small group of monks constructed a small chapel, chapel, sorry about that, <laughs> in San Antonio de Valero and named it the Alamo. Oh. Yeah, motherfucker. Really? You weren't even listening. <laughs> so... Today's story is on the Alamo, the motherfucking Alamo. Oh, nice. Yes, we should have gone downtown. Yes, I know. <laughs> but it's a roadhouse instead. We should have set up our table in front of the Alamo and done the podcast done the outside. God damn! You know how many hecklers we would have gotten for that? What the fuck we could have multiple guests. Could have, dude. But what are your thoughts on the Alamo? Yes. Well, we had to give the vibe. We had to give Nathaniel a spotlight today, and then maybe future episodes. So. Um, in 1718, they set up this uh, chapel and they named it the Alamo. Uh-huh. Life at the Alamo quickly became harsh for as dealing with the starvation on the daily and smallpox epidemics. Um, the Spaniards deemed the Alamo to be, quote-unquote, the end of the earth. Because that that's how shit the Alamo was in the surrounding areas. The, the, really? the Spaniards, yeah, the Spaniards yeah, were dude, like... Dude, I can kind of see that, dude. Because like even now, like I know San Antonio is a little... Big ass mm-hmm. city, but like, there's not a lot of wildlife in this. There's not. There's <laughs> so not. I can see how they were. There's so, not water here either. Pro- <laughs> yeah, <there's> not. <laughs> so, um, the Spanish lords began to uh, lose interest and felt that San Antonio was depleted of all its golden resources. Basically, basically, I don't what think they said. were ever here. Gold? He said, Probably not gold, but was, oh, the Spaniards? He said they were depleted of resources, and I was like, I don't, I don't even think they were here. I, I think they felt like it was depleted from the people who were who were uh, um, 
occupying Texas, which is the Native Americans uh, okay, and gotcha. the Creoles and stuff like that. Mm. So, uh oh, I fucking said it. I fucking said it. <laughs> God damn, I'm so sorry. So I said it again. Fuck it. <laughs> How do you do that? I, I have to. I have to start this bullet point somehow. What Say else? Okay. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Despite the lack of support over the next several years, the Alamo expanded into a fortress, and by 1789, a small military garrison would be stationed here to uh, protect the 275 people who lived within the walls. Okay. In 1802, the, uh, the Spanish had uh, basically a change of heart. Okay. And they sent even more troops to the Alamo out of fear that the United States and France would try to invade Texas. So they were like, no, 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 like, that's ours. Well, let's yeah. go send some troops over there. Even though we fucking hate it, yeah. don't fucking, a, don't take a, my fucking land. It'd yeah. be a tough, it, tough it, place it, to ba- lose. Basically, it's a, what's that? It'd be a tough place to lose. Yeah, yeah it would, it would, it you would. You hold the, trou- the crown jewel of the globe in your fingertips. It's worth protecting. That is true. So, <laughs> basically, they, they like I said, they sent troops over because they were scared the United States or France would try to take their shit. But... Uh-huh. In classic Texas fashion, the real threat to Spain were the native Texan Americans, the mestizos, and the Creoles who bravely fought and died in numerous rebellions against a Spain um, until eventually Spain gave Texas to Mexico. Okay. So, uh, you know, we're Texans and we're like, no, we're going to fucking fight for our fucking land. And that's been the fucking case, you know, until this fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually Spain was kind of forced to, to not, I don't want to say forced, but eventually they gave Texas to Mexico. Yeah. Right. Mexico would allow Anglo-Americans to uh, move into eastern parts of Texas to set up colonies, which would eventually lead to the new Texans wanting Texas to be a free state from Mexico and, well, from Spain and everybody else. Yeah. And the lead visionary for this, uh, for, I guess you could say for this, plan or whatever was sam houston okay remember the name yeah yeah so they suck at football <laughs> what <laughs> sam houston state was <laughs> i was like what <laughs> i was like what the, the texans I was like, what are you, houston texas what so anyway um their only obstacle however was the mexican dictator known as antonio lopez de santana oh god yeah, you know who that is, right? Yeah. All one leg. <laughs> you have a spit on your back. Did he have one leg? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. I don't I, think I, he did. I, dude, I'm almost certain that this motherfucker's prosthetic leg is in a museum somewhere. Shut your ass up. I, dude, I'm almost I, I can tell you right serious. now that I don't mention anything about a dead leg. Dude, I'm, I'm going to look that up after this episode to make sure I'm right, but I'm pretty sure he had one leg. All one leg. <laughs> You know what that reminded me of? <laughs> Twist his dick. <laughs> the old dick list. <laughs> That's why that reminded me of that. Oh, God damn it. So, now look. Everyone knows the story of the fucking Alamo. Yeah. Okay? Um, you want the version where the Americans were dicks? Take Mexican history in college. If you want the heroic version, listen to any Texas history class that you've ever fucking taken since you were in elementary school to college. Uh-huh. So... Uh, and there's even a fucking movie that uh, that stars John Wayne and another yeah. one that star that stars Billy Bob Thornton. I, yeah. By the way, my notes here scratches out the name Mel Gibson because it, I haven't seen the uh, the newest Alamo since elementary school, huh. and I could have swore it was Mel Gibson. But Mel Gibson is, is Jesus Christ. No, it's Billy Bob Thornton that plays David. I know, but 
when I when I was walking into your apartment today, I was like, no, Mel Is Gibson. Is that like one of the Mandela things? No, Mel Gibson was the Patriot. Oh, yes, okay. that's. I literally made that determination. <laughs> I made that realization walking into your apartment today. I was agreeing I was like, with what you said too, because you were like Billy Bob Thornton. I was like, yeah. And then you said Mel Gibson. I was like, wait. You were like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, in my head, it's Mel Gibson. It's yeah, not Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is fucking Jesus Christ, and he's in the Patriot. And that I think that's where I got confused. I think I was confusing the Patriot, which also oh, is an excellent fucking film, yeah. by the way. Fucking amazing. But no, Billy Bob Thornton plays David Crockett in the newest one. John Wayne yeah, played yeah. David Crockett in the one that came out in 1960. Yeah. So, just kind of remember some of that. But, uh, you know, we know the fucking story, so I'm going to go ahead and speed run through this bitch. Sure. Sam Houston and Anglo-Texan President John Austin um, rallied up fellow Anglo-Texans to rise up and rebel against Mexico. Santa Ana told them not to. Houston, in return, sent Colonel Jim Bo- Bowie to talk to Colonel J.C. Neal, who was commanding the Alamo at the time, to see if it was uh, either time to abandon it or if it was worth keeping. And uh, on Jim Bowie's arrival and after he did his whole you know, evaluation, he determined that the fortress of the Alamo was in good shape and defendable. So, uh-oh, fuck me. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm now conscious <laughs> of every time so. I say so. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, so basically... Once he, you know, determined that the Alamo was worth it, he was like, you know what? Uh, my boys have been ran through a bunch of Mexican garrisons from here to, to San Antonio on the way. He's like, fuck it. We're, we're ready for war. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's set up shop here. Um, Colonel J.C. Neal um, had some men already stationed there. Um, Colonel William Travis and famous David Crockett with 12 fronts. Front, Frontiersmen, sorry about that, from Tennessee also came down to help the Alamo. Uh-huh. Uh, so they were basically setting up shop. Um, so a- after they, you know, after everybody joined, J.C. Neal's men, um, Bowie's men, uh, David Crockett's men, and William Travis, all of them, they basically totaled to about 150 troops. Okay. Now, Travis, Crockett, and Bowie were responsible for helping fortify the mission. But when time came, Santa Ana for for a few days would riddle the walls with cannonballs. Mm. Houston would then send 25 more men to help out, but the Mexican army was way too fucking yeah. big. You know what's really cool though what is like that? you could still see like like where bullets and cannonballs. Can you really? Yeah, like hit I haven't I haven't been in the Alamo in a minute, but I haven't been. Oh, but I do. I feel like I remember that. I haven't been to Alamo forever. I mean, we've we. Dude, I, mean, I think the last time I even looked at the Alamo was well, when we went, Hotel. Yeah. The first well, episode. We went to the, the, first, the first episode. Because the, the Alamo is right across the street from the Manger Hotel. I, no, I, yes. Oh, well, I think like, it's behind. It's behind. Yeah, yes, yes. It's like. No, you're right. It's to the yeah, right. It's yeah, kind of to the, the right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I think yeah, that was the last like, time I was If you the walk up to the building, like, I don't, not sure about the building, but I know if you, like, walk to, like, the, because the fucking gate around, what is the wall around the Alamo? Yeah, uh, as long as fuck, and you can see just random pieces of the wall and random ass spots, and you can see like the yeah. bullet holes. No, nah, yeah. Shit. Like I said, Santa Ana was, um, you know, fucking just laying it down on these these Texans. Um, however, it wasn't until 5 a.m. March 6th when the Mexican army initiated three assaults. Mm-hmm. The first assault would result in Travis's death from a bullet hole to the head. The second resulted in more Texan uh Texas Texans 
casualties, I guess that's the right word, way to say it. Mm-hmm. The third would solidify the Mexican army's victory. Bowie was found in his bed with multiple puncture wounds from bayonets, so much that it's actually reported that his killers were covered in head to toe with his blood. God damn, dude. Mm-hmm. And just like the movies, one Mexican soldier has stated, well, at the time, not now, obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, stated that they ended up cornering a tall American man in a buckskin coat wearing a foxskin hat. And this American is reported to have fought them off like a bear as hard as they could. But ultimately, um, he was slashed in the face by a sword. And then 20 Mexican soldiers proceeded to bayonet him to death. And it is believed to this day that that person was Davy Crockett. Mm-hmm. The, the goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's some ho ass shit, let, let, bruh. One on one. Let him one on one. One on two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bruh, if, like Step I'm in up. that situation, I know I'm gonna die. I'm a, like straight up, like let me fight on twenty. Yeah, one on one, motherfuckers. But no, uh, it, apparently, and and it's reported that that the Mexican soldiers are like, yeah, we've never seen anybody fight like that. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker was trying to fucking kill somebody, and but you know he was cornered, took took a sword to the face, which knocked him down, and then they proceeded to just fucking stab him. Oh, All at once. <laughs> so, the battle lasted only 90 minutes. And though all 150 Texans were defeated, they took down 1,500 Mexican soldiers with them. Badasses. <laughs> Fucking badasses. <laughs> I knew you were going to have comments to say. Uh, especially that line. I was, like, I was like, that's so fucking dope. He's going to appreciate that so much. So, um... This battle would spark motivation across Texas and America, and Santa Ana's crippled army would later surrender six weeks later at the Battle of San Jacinto as a result of this motivation that was sparked from the the you know everybody that gave their life that's, at the end. That's army. when they realized shit wasn't sweet. Nope, for sure. <laughs> so, like I said, I wanted to speed run through the through the history. You want you want it all. Fucking check out the movie that came out in 1960. Check out the one with Billy Bob Thornton. I don't remember when that when that one came out, but I do remember going downtown in fifth grade yeah. to watch it at the IMAX theater. I, I watched it in the... I watched one of the movies in my Texas history class in sixth grade, I think. Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah? I think in sixth grade we watched that movie in Texas history, yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. No, and I would, I honestly wanted to watch it this week. Really? <laughs> didn't, have, didn't find the time to do so. Either one, honestly. I actually wanted to watch both, but I, I didn't have the time to What's do so. What's um, it I have no, I was going to buy it. I was going to, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I have a, an app called Voodoo, and you can mm-hmm. just buy movies there. So, uh, we ran through the history. We know what happened. Santa Ana, you know, did walk away as the victor from the Battle of the Animal, Alamo, but he ended up, you know, fucking surrendering later on, mm-hmm. right? Because we were like, fuck it. Yeah, he had one leg. Apparently, he had one fucking leg. We gotta look that up. <laughs> Dude, so, I, I need to fact check that. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Though. So, uh, from here, we're gonna go ahead and, and jump right into the mystery of the Alamo. And it's act, there was a there was I th- want to say there's like three of them. The first one is kind of like it's it's more so like fact checking exactly who died when. You know, everyone wants to. Determine whether or not the Davy Crockett story is real or not. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, even the Mexican soldier didn't know who David Crockett was. So, but all yeah. he knew was what he was wearing, mm-hmm. and we just assumed. So, you know, yeah. that's one of the theories. Another mystery has to do with um, buried treasure, and I didn't want to touch base on that shit. Yeah, apparently there's buried the treasure from now? They, <laughs> apparently like before like the citizens left, they all buried their shit somewhere underneath the chapel, and then they took off before the battle. 
I'm pretty sure if that was true, they would they would know. You would, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and then, but I only wanted to focus on one mystery here. So, the biggest mystery of the Alamo is what happened to all the bodies. On order of Santa Ana, the Texans were stacked and burned, and apparently they burned for days, and the remains of the bodies that were left over, they were buried in undocumented sites. Uh, the bodies of the Mexican soldiers got no better treatment. Once the cemeteries were full, Santa Ana ordered the remaining bodies to be tossed in the San Antonio River, Oh, where sure. they were most likely, where, where they most likely still remain, because no bodies have ever been recovered yeah, from the San Antonio River. Fuck? I want to say, in theory, they thought that that if they put them in the in the river, they were going to float down to the Gulf of Mexico. But uh, what the fuck? I don't. Does does the San Antonio River connect to the Gulf of Mexico? Or is the San Antonio River even real? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there was a river there for some time. So. <clears throat> Um, over the years, uh, skeletal remains of the Alamo defenders were uncovered uh, at an alarming rate. In 1937, four burial sites were found, uh, which, by the way, 1937 is almost 100 years after yeah. the battle. So they were still finding bodies in 1937 from That's that insane. battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to this day, however, it is believed that almost 1,000 bodies have yet to been dis- discovered. Holy fuck. Yep. Damn. So, as you know, Texas has a very rich history. San Antonio, eat, uh, probably one of the richer histories. Uh-huh. This is going to go ahead and lead us to the Ghosties of the Alamo. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. So, the first ghost stories actually begin several weeks after the actual battle in oh, 1836. Wow. Santa Ana ordered his men to return to the Alamo to uh, ensure that nothing remained standing. Um, the only thing that was left standing, however, was the chapel, which is what we see today, which is the yeah, Alamo. Yeah. Before they could carry out their orders, it's said that the ghost of six monks emerged from the chapel walls. According to the soldiers, the monks, who they called Diablos, which is devil in Spanish, yeah. charged them with flaming swords, screaming, do not touch the walls of the Alamo. The soldiers fled... And when their general heard of this, he decided to go himself to tear down the Alamo. He showed up with more men, and he also showed up with a fucking cannon, um, just for insurance, I guess. <laughs> However, before he can do anything, the same six figures charged him and his men. Uh-huh. The figures caused his horse to uh, buck him off, nice. and when he regained his composure, he turned around and noticed that all his men were running the other direction. <laughs> So <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> what, do you fucking, what do you think I was gonna do with a cannon and a ghost? I don't know. I think he was just trying to break. Did they me. know they were ghosts? He heard of the stories, uh-huh. but he was like, "You fucking bitches, fuck you!" <laughs> and so he showed up with the cannon. He's like, "No, we're tearing this fucking animal down," and only for them to get attacked by the same six figures, and then they took off, and nobody ever. That's kind of funny. I don't know why I think that's so. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, the general nor any other Mexican army. Um, uh, regiments ever returned to the Alamo. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. So, uh, fast forward to 1894, the city of San Antonio turned the Alamo into a police headquarters for a short time. Really? Did not know that. I until, didn't know that Did either. not what know that until, until... When was that? 1894. So, turn I've never heard of that. Yeah. They, they had changed the Alamo for a short period of time into a police headquarters, and the prisoners uh, that would stay there, and, and I say prisoners, but... 
it's a police headquarters, so I'm not. Holding I'm assuming, cells. yeah, it's holding a holding cell. cell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily a whole a fucking. Prison. Yeah, um, uh, they would complain daily about all the ghostly activities. Uh-huh. Um, many articles between 1894 and 1897 write about a ghost that walks from the east wall to the west wall on the roof of the police station and then disappears. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So, tourists of the park rangers, uh, sorry, tourists and park rangers, tourists of the park rangers, <laughs> tourists and park rangers um, claim to see a disfigured form, uh, sorry, claim to see disfigured formations of men that seem to appear randomly on the walls. So, like, like almost like shadow, almost like, fuck, I, I, I wish I... I think I know what you mean. Yeah, like the, the wall, like the wall... Uh, you, yeah, I, I wish I could explain it a little better, but yeah, they would see like disfigured men formations on the wall, okay. And it was often accompanied with random screams that they they could not figure out where the fuck it was coming from. Uh-huh. Ghost hunters and psychics feel as if they are being watched whenever they go into uh, the Alamo. Uh, a park ranger witnessed a man in 1830s attire, long boots, and. Um, a plantation hat with a long overcoat walking to the Alamo. When he approached him to tell him to get the fuck out of here, uh, the apparition vanished as it was entering the chapel. Um, Also, uh, um, along with the park ranger, many people after this have actually spotted the same person at different hours of the day. The same ghost at different hours of the day. So, oh my God. You've done it like 50 times. I fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) The apparition of a 10 to 12-year-old blonde boy has been seen staring down from one of the Alamo's gift shops. Um, Staring down? Staring down, sorry, staring down from one of the uh, windows of an Alamo gift shop. Yeah. Staring down? Staring down. Meaning he's, there's no second floor? Yep. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> but this specific window is inac- uh, inaccessible to uh, uh, to the public. Okay. In fact, there's actually no way to stand up there. Yeah. Unless you're you're like holding on to something, but everybody sees the the they they don't see the bottom half of the boy. They only see the torso, the head, the arms staring down from one of these windows. But yes, as you stated, the Alamo was not two stories yeah. high. What so the they fuck? they and it is one of the gift shops. I'll give it that. But even in the article. It says that there is no way to get up onto yeah. this window what that he stares fuck? down on unless you're like holding yourself onto something. But that's not the case. That's fucking weird, yeah. dude. So we're going to go ahead and move on to. See, I did that a little more subtly. <laughs> to one of the more famous ghosts. Okay. The ghost of John Wayne. John Wayne? John Wayne. What the fuck? So John Wayne became obsessed with the Alamo around the time he was making the movie. Yeah. So much so that. He spent one point five million dollars of his own money to recreate the Alamo and the fortress for his movie. He's he paid he, for it. He paid his own money to make it as authentic as possible because wow. he was so obsessed with the Alamo and he, he played David Crockett. He was so obsessed with the character or and not the character, the person of David Crockett, but like he, he was so obsessed with it that he spent one point five million dollars of his own money to you know, that's like some shit like I think I want to say Tom Holland um, sweetened the deal with Sony to get what we got for No Way Home, and, and I, like he, I want to say that like, he basically said that um, the events of No Way Home are now canon to Andrew Garfield's and Tobey Maguire's stories as well. 
Uh-huh. That's that's the only reason Sony said yes. You can have our characters for this movie, and, and, and the only reason I bring it up is because it's, it's funny how like actors are get so passionate for a project they're yeah. like, nope, we're fucking, we're doing this. Yeah. And if I gotta pay millions of dollars to fucking make this movie happen, well, I'm fucking doing it. So, um, so John Wayne was basically obsessed with with the Alamo and the story altogether. Shortly after his death, people claimed to see the ghost of John Wayne talking to ghosts of fallen Texan soldiers. Wow, what yeah. the fuck? Which, by the way, I was like, that's that's cool. That is cool. But that you, get to, like, you get to talk to your heroes. Yeah. yeah, if that's true, that debunks what we've talked about on a couple a couple episodes ago when yeah. we did a ghost story where we're like, like, maybe like spirits and ghosts and things like that are like stuck in, in a replay their, their time period mm-hmm. like just a replay a of replay. it but they can't communicate with like other ghosts that are yeah. from different time periods it, yeah it does so in order to confirm that these rumors are true uh the city of san antonio hired a psychic to walk the grounds mm-hmm. and the psychic concluded that john wayne's ghost actually stops by the alamo only one time out of the month and that kind of goes back to what was it was it the Lizzie Borden one? He goes I, on vacation. Yeah, when I was like, remember in the Lizzie Borden one where they were like, oh, you know, she haunts her house where she died in, but sometimes she comes over here and I was like, what, does she fucking work part the, time? The little kids. The little kids, too. Because we were like, oh, what they got going on over there? Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> they ain't got shit at this house. Let's go check, let's go check out what they got. So, same thing. So. Bruh, how the... That, what the how the fuck they got like taxis and like ghost ubers i don't know i guess or maybe like just one and maybe consciously one time out of the month they're like fuck it i'm gonna talk to my heroes so uh the the problem with that is like nobody knows when and where he will appear but he's been seen at the alamo what but according to the psychic it's only once a month what i don't know what day no she doesn't know when you find out the day yeah I i would like to find out the day Finally, the ghost of Davy Crockett himself. At very various times throughout the day, park rangers have witnessed the spirit of Davy Crockett with a flintlock rifle standing guard near the chapel. He's been seen wearing his raccoon skin cap, buckskin shirt, and moccasins. Looks like a fucking G. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Along with this could also be the residual events of Crockett's death. One night, a ranger was standing against a wall when he saw a man stumbling towards him in 1800s buckskin-styled clothes covered in bullet holes. Before the ranger could comprehend what the fuck he's looking at, the spirits of Mexican soldiers appeared and surrounded the wounded spirit and thrusted their bayonets into the soldier, and then they all disappeared in front of the park ranger. Bro, that's like realistic as fuck. Imagine you're the park ranger. I'd jump in. I'm helping my boy. Yeah, you're going to help your boy? <laughs> you see motherfuckers come out of the fucking dark with guns? Well, I'm helping. And bayonets. And you're jumping in. And you're jumping in for the wounded guy? I'm jumping in. I don't know. Something I tells me. I know that raccoon had anywhere. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and, and before I even jump in, I would just look at him dead in the eye. Salute, salute his ass. and a start fucking charge. Laying haymakers, <laughs> just throwing haymakers, just throwing haymakers. <laughs> I feel that man. Um, I'm uh, fucking I, stomping out one of the Mexican soldiers. Like, remember the fucking Alamo, bitch. Hey. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I don't think I've ever said it. So I, I've definitely said that I suffer from uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, when I'm stressed. Um, there was you one... saw Davy Crockett. No, no, no. Oh. I, I was trying to support what you're saying. Like, oh. you're, you're gonna swing on some ghost. <laughs> There was one time that I had woken up. I've told you the story, I'm sure. Uh-huh. 
and and so typically i have sleep paralysis when i'm falling asleep but it is possible to have it when you're waking up uh-huh. it, it, so basically sleep paralysis happens in that little gap between awake and asleep yeah that, that's the the best way to explain it. i should do a story on that because there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of stories that are connected with people that have sleep paralysis mm-hmm. so it's really bizarre maybe i'll do a story um there was one time i had woken up and i had kind of like peered over my shoulder and I had saw a figure of um, just a misty figure holding the door, a doorknob, my doorknob. Mm-hmm. But it looked like he was like looking over his shoulder at me. Mm-hmm. And I had snapped out of it and I jumped out of the bed and I Superman punched whatever the fuck I saw. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I, I, to this day, I say I had sleep paralysis and then I jumped out of it and it just swung at the air. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a ghost at all. Yeah. I, I'm more than positive with sleep paralysis, but the point is that I'm down to fucking throw down <laughs> with any entity that, that might be in my fucking room. I fucking swung at the bitch. I fucking, I, I jumped out of my bed, swung at it, shoulder checked my closet because there was nothing fucking there and I fucking walked around my, I was living in my parents' house so uh-huh. I, we had a two-story house. I had walked around my upstairs living room like, or upstairs game room was like, what the fuck did I just, I, I did something what? like that similar too but it was like a dream where uh, I think, oh man, it's been so long ago. I was still in college when it happened like just got to college Mm. and i was having a dream and i think in the dream there was like somebody like chasing me trying to kill me Mm -hmm. and that like the dream the dream didn't stop it was almost as like i got to one point and then i woke up and my body didn't have time to like adjust to say like that was a dream this is now real life so i thought i was there so i like jumped out of bed and for whatever reason, when I when I stood up, I was like facing the wall. But then I turned to where behind where my bed is, and I <laughs> just punched the shit out of the wall. Out of the wall. And as soon like... as I did it, I guess I hit a stud or something. Because ah. then I was like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it, it's a it's kind of a meme where like females are, or girls are like. Oh, you know why? 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 Why do men twitch so much in their sleep? Because <laughs> we're getting chased. It's like I don't know, dude. Like, we're ready to throw hands with anything. <laughs> anyway, so that's gonna go ahead and conclude the stories of the ghost. Um, it's no secret that San Antonio, Texas, has a rich history. Um, whether the encounters are true or not, um, the Alamo is home to one of the bloodiest battles in Texas history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would even say American history, but maybe that's not the case. Um, on American grounds, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whether or not, you know, their souls trapped there, still still living out their final it lives. to be. Um, it, it does remain a mystery, but, you know, yeah. What, what do you think? It's, considering all that's real, yeah. I mean, there, there's no way there's not. Right. Like, something going people on People died there. People, people yeah. lived out their lives. And not lives. only people died there, people were passionate about protecting that oh yeah Yeah. i mean you heard i mean you know jim bowie showed up and he was like no we got this and 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 er, you know um i i briefly mentioned it but jim bowie on his way over him and his boys ran through a couple of small mexican army Mm. garrison uh small small you know and uh and so he was like no fuck it he's like my boys We've been through some shit, and and we can take on Mexican Army. They got fifteen hundred. Fuck, we got one hundred fifty. Fuck it, we got this. Yeah, and they did it. And, mm-hmm. Well, they didn't do it, but they they yeah. fucking stood their ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and they took fifteen hundred uh, Mexican yeah. Army soldiers with mm-hmm. them. So, um, you know, I, I think it was a great, interesting story. Uh, whether or not these ghosts are real or not, I can guarantee you that that 
I I mean, ever since I I was old enough to know what the Alamo was, I knew that there was ghost stories attached no, to it. No, one hundred percent. The Manger Hotel being on the same grounds that the uh, that most likely a lot of Texans soldiers yeah, it's died like, on. The, the Alamo alone is one of the reasons why San Antonio is considered to be one of the most haunted cities yep. in the entire fucking mm-hmm. world. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that yeah, that's gonna go ahead and conclude our story of. The Alamo, and I just have one more question for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Alamo? I never forgot it, so I don't have to remember it. Good fucking man. <laughs> I'm fucking sick and tired. Uh, wh- Dude, okay. tell it. Oh, you want to you want to tell the I, story? You want me to tell the story? <laughs> I think I want you to tell the story. Go All ahead. right. So, <clears throat> God damn it, mm-hmm. this infuriates me it's a little so, bit. For some reason, people that aren't from San Antonio. Or Texas, or Texas in general, uh, like to like to make jokes. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I forgot about the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Or, Did you remember the Alamo? And we <laughs> we have we have a friend who goes on tour or used to go on tour with a band every summer. And one of the places he was come be San Antonio, and we got to see him one time when he was here. Mm-hmm. And they had like a free day, and they were they were all at this mall downstairs. That all downstairs, downstairs downtown. Oh, <laughs> down. like, what? Oh, like, yeah. That, well, the mall has it downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> they were all at a mall downtown that only tourists goes to. Nobody that is local to San Antonio ever goes to mm-hmm. this mall. It's called River Center. That's right on the Riverwalk. And I shit you not. We heard I forgot the Alamo or remember the Alamo from people that weren't from Texas or San Antonio. So many times, at least ten thousand mm-hmm. times. I was like, Joe doesn't get a little bit. Mm, you didn't get a little old. Still, get a little old. <laughs> well, it'll get fucking old if I fucking throw my beard in your fucking face and next time you say some bullshit like that, you motherfucking asshole, piece of shit ass bitch. I'm sorry. I take all that back. Yeah, but we nonstop. All damn day, over and over and over. Yeah, and over. I was like, dude, it's fine. Come on, it's fine. We're okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the story. The 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 ghosties of the Alamo. I appreciate everybody for tuning into this episode. It's, it's uh, I, I think I did a, a better job at balancing the history and the ghost as opposed to last week's episode where I was like, man, I'm balls deep in this fucking story, and we only talked about the history of Roanoke Island. So. Uh, uh yeah so uh, you want to go ahead and sign us on man um best way to keep up with the show is by following us of course on our instagram we're trying to grow that up uh you can find us at the dwtd podcast and yeah thanks for thanks for supporting thanks for for listening to the show we've been seeing a lot more people interacting with us on social media and 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 telling us how they they like the episodes and things like that so greatly appreciated but uh that's gonna that's gonna be it so we'll see you on the next episode of the drinking with the dead